Hello and welcome back to Simple Social Sciences. We have another simple psychology session and we are on episode 2 of the Schizophrenia series. By the end of this session you should be able to do the following. Number 1. Outline the genetic explanation for schizophrenia. Number 2. Outline the neural explanation for schizophrenia. And number 3. Assess the strengths and limitations of the biological explanation for schizophrenia. So when we're looking at the biological explanation, we have two biological explanations. This is the genetic and the neural. Remember, it's important to know the two as separate topics as you may be assessed a 16 marker for each. So a 16 mark on just genetic explanations or a 16 mark on only neural. There is a tendency for schizophrenia to run in families, which means that it appears to be inherited. Gottsman found that schizophrenia is more common among biological relatives of a person with schizophrenia. For monozygotic twins, the concordance rates were 48%, and for dizygotic twins, the concordance rate was 17%. As MZ twins share 100% of their genes and DZ twins share 50%, this suggests that a genetic factor must be involved. This is because the closer the degree of genetic relatedness, the greater the risk of both twins developing schizophrenia. The inheritance of schizophrenia links to candidate genes. So candidate genes are genes which create a vulnerability for any disorder and in this case it is schizophrenia. Schizophrenia is not explained by any one single gene. This means it's polygenic. It's also etiologically heterogeneous because multiple genes in different people will result in schizophrenia. Researchers conducted a meta-analysis and found 108 different genetic variations. Some of the genes associated with the increased risk links to the neurotransmitter dopamine. The neural explanations focus a little bit more on dopamine. Dopamine is a neurotransmitter that is associated with the sensation of pleasure, movement, thinking and perception. Low levels of dopamine are associated with less pleasure, which could affect motivation. Too much dopamine activity leads to excessive thinking. This can lead to distortions in cognition, such as delusions. Well, in the neural explanation, the dopamine hypothesis focuses on this. So there are two different versions. The first is hyperdopaminergia in the subcortex. This means there is too much dopamine in the subcortex, which is the central area of the brain. This is important because the Broca's area is within this part of the brain, and this is responsible for speech production. The poverty of speech, which is a negative symptom, and auditory hallucinations, which is a positive symptom, can be linked to the overactivity of dopamine within these areas. We also have the hyperdopaminergia in the cortex. This is when there is too little dopamine activity in prefrontal cortex. The prefrontal cortex is responsible for thinking and decision making, which links to negative symptoms in schizophrenia. Let's apply our biological approach knowledge so far to this scenario. John C has been diagnosed with schizophrenia. His psychiatrist commented that two of his aunts have schizophrenia. Explain why the psychiatrist might have made this comment for three marks. Well, what you need to do is consider which biological explanation is this. Do you think the psychiatrist would have made this comment because of genetic or neural explanations? We must use evidence and we must link it to the scenario to the fact that two aunts have schizophrenia. Well, there is a strong link between the degree of genetic similarity and the shared risk of schizophrenia, which suggests schizophrenia is inherited. So we're going to use the genetic explanation. 
As Jonesy has two aunts who have schizophrenia, the psychiatrist might suggest it is due to the genetic link. Gottsman found that as genetic similarity increases, so does the probability of sharing schizophrenia. It was found that there was a 2% risk of developing schizophrenia if an aunt did, which could explain where Jonesy inherited schizophrenia from. So those are three possible suggestions for achieving three marks to this question. You've identified a biological explanation, which is genetic. You have given some information, which relates to Gottsman's study. And you've explained that link between genetic similarity and the development of schizophrenia. Now we need to evaluate these biological explanations. A strength of the biological explanation comes from the supporting evidence for the genetic link. Tianari et al. conducted a longitudinal study. It was found that out of 164 adoptees whose biological mothers had been diagnosed with schizophrenia, 11 also received a diagnosis of schizophrenia, compared to just 4 of the control adoptees, born to non-schizophrenic mothers. This suggests that genes, rather than the environment, could have caused the disorder in these cases, as they were adopted and had no interaction with the biological mothers. This increases the validity of genetic explanations for the development of schizophrenia, However, a problem with the genetic explanation is biological reductionism. Whilst the evidence that supports the role of biological factors in schizophrenia are strong, there is also evidence to suggest an important role for environmental factors. For example, the diathesis stress model highlights the need for an environmental trigger to activate the genes associated with schizophrenia. As a result, this indicates that genes, and therefore biology, are only partly responsible and that other environmental factors play an important role in the development of schizophrenia. This reduces the validity of the explanation because it ignores other important factors and only partially explains the development of schizophrenia. However, there is real-life application for neural explanations. For example, antipsychotic drugs work by reducing dopamine activity and it has been effective in managing symptoms of schizophrenia. This suggests an important role for dopamine in schizophrenia and therefore supports the biological explanation. This increases the ecological validity. However, a problem with the neural explanation is the mixed evidence. On the one hand, there is supporting evidence for the role of dopamine in the development of schizophrenia. However, more recently, many other neurotransmitters, such as glutamate, have been found to play a key role in the development of schizophrenia. This is a problem because it contradicts the dopamine hypothesis therefore reducing the credibility of the biological explanation for schizophrenia. So one of the ways your knowledge on this topic could be assessed is through this 16 mark question. Discuss biological explanations of schizophrenia. If you sign up to our Patreon or our Anchor subscription, you will be able to access model answers and step-by-step instructions on how to answer questions like this by paying just $3.99 a month. So not only do you get video tutorials on how to answer the questions, you also receive a model essay answer as well as a model essay plan, a mark scheme. The first essay is already up and the rest you can expect very soon. So if you are interested in exam support like this, you will see a lot more of that on Patreon and Anchor. Don't forget to follow us on our other socials as well at mystery underscore mist for Instagram and TikTok, Simple Social Sciences for YouTube and Spotify, and all Patreon and Anchor links will be in the description. So now you should be able to outline the genetic explanations as well as the neural explanation for schizophrenia, and you should be able to assess the strengths and limitations of the biological explanation.